Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. So something interesting came to mind last night when I was closing the blinds on my house. I live across the street from a brand new kind of beautiful apartment building. And as they've been finishing the apartment complex, if you will, people will be moving into the lower levels, right? So the first floor was finished first and they're still working on the fifth floor so I've just kind of, you know, been noticing, oh, look, someone's now, uh, you know, moved into the second floor. Oh, someone's moved into the third floor as they move their way up and kind of open up each level for tenants. And last night I go to close my my blinds and I noticed as I was looking out the window, and this is probably at like, you know, 10 or 10.30 p.m., I just see a ton of TVs on. And I'm like, man, it just started it just made me think like how many of us across the world it, just watch TV, Netflix or I there's honestly there's a there's a couple <laughs> uh who I can see every single night are sitting in front of like it's funny, they sit next to each other at tables or desks, if you will, uh, I can kind of see like directly into their apartment. They've got all these kind of like neon lights on <laughs> and they've got those chairs that I've noticed from like, you know, 40 year old virgin or other movies or friends of mine who have, you know, gaming, gaming chairs, right? Chairs that you sit in that are specifically for those that love to play video games. And this couple, like God bless them. They're like two peas in a pod. They play video games Every night, every night for hours, they're sitting there and I can see like every once in a while he'll get up and stand behind her and like be pointing and, you know, helping her, you know, they both have like their headphones on talking to people probably over the internet. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they're playing video games. It's very possible they could both be extremely hard workers in terms of like working late nights, but whatever the case, Friday nights, Saturday nights, every weekday night. They're there and they're kind of like, it just looks like they're playing video games for hours upon hours upon hours. And whether you're playing video games or watching Netflix or watching TV, like, don't get me wrong, (laughs) I do my fair share of watching Netflix. And, but it's such, it's such a, a, like, an allure, it's a... it's very much kind of like an addiction. Not that I have the addiction, but I can feel that pull, right? Like I I was just standing there last night in the dark. I kind of turned off all the lights. I was just, you know, creeping on my neighbors <laughs> and I'm looking out the window and I'm noticing like huge ass TV, huge ass TV, huge ass TV. Like granted, we live in these times where we have, you know, gosh, the TVs are so amazingly beautiful these days that are 60, 70, 80 inches plus and just give such beautiful, you know, imagery and everything else that it's awfully hard not to get sucked into it. And and not to mention the shows that are on Netflix and Hulu and Prime and everything else, they're so addictive. 
And I found myself standing there and be like, man, I wish I could do that. And just like come home every night and watch TV. Because that's what I used to do. And so I felt like this like <laughs> pull back towards old school Johnny, old school life. And a lot of that, I mean, even connects with my childhood. I just remember times I'd be, you know, having popcorn with my older bro and we'd be watching, we'd watch like, I forget the, I was pretty damn young, but I, we'd watch like three shows in a row, which was like A-Team and then Knight Rider and then uh, something else. I'm blanking. But anyways, good shows, right? <laughs> Magnum PI, something like that back in the, the early to mid eighties. And I just, I have that like loving connection with like, ah, oh, just like chilling, having some, some snacks, some snacks, some tasty treats, some delicious beverages in front of the TV and chilling out. And I remember in a, you know, in previous relationships that became the norm. Just be like, man, just come home, we'd eat dinner, and we'd sit down and watch Lost. And we'd come home, eat dinner, and sit down and watch Lost, and do it all over again, over and over and over again. And whether it's Lost, or Kingdom, or House of Cards, or like, there's so many freaking amazing shows that you can easily binge on, and they're, they're so, they're there, right? <laughs> they're there. They do such a good job of leaving you, leaving you with like the cliffhanger that you just want to go to the next one. You're like, oh man, you look at your watch. Yeah, I can do, I can do with you know one less hour of sleep tomorrow. I'll just catch up with it over the weekend or whatever. The, whatever the thought, the conversation goes on through your head. I have the same feeling. I, I struggle with the same thing. And I think you know, I was at, I was at uh, a meeting last night, and one of my buddies is like, dude, you seem like the type of guy who who never watches any shows. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, what show are you watching right now? I was like, I'm watching the boys <laughs> on prime video. He's like, Oh yeah, that's so good. And what else have you enjoyed? I was like, oh, I really loved, um, outlander. You know, that was really good. And what else did I enjoy? I've watched drug Lords. I've watched, um, kingdom and so many other ones on the various. And, but that's the thing is I know if I start one, it's like I don't have the discipline to keep myself watching. So I have to binge on it and get through it and be like, okay, I'm done with that one. <sighs> now let's get back to reading before I go to bed, right? And so I've been struggling with, you know, watching Netflix versus doing something more productive and getting less sleep or then sleeping in because I'm staying up too late watching Netflix. But there, that, that feeling as I stood at the window last night was like, man, like, some I don't know. There's just that that need for balance, right? And I think for me, um, what I'm very kind of I don't know. I, I'm very diligent and uh, cl- clear. It's not. I'm not always clear. That's definitely not true. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Diligent and intentional. There it is. Intentional typically throughout my day. Like I, I plan out my, my hours, I time block, I know what I'm doing on Sunday nights because I kind of quote unquote have my hour of power. So I kind of create what I want to accomplish over the week. Like I'm, I'm pretty clear about how, especially as an entrepreneur, as a self-starter, I've been doing this for over 10 years. I'm very clear about how to manage my time as well as my energy, right? My food intake, my exercise, like all the things that I do. But there are 
there's just it's every single day around you know in in the evenings that there's times where I'm just like I just my brain is so fried and I was thinking about this as like why why do I beat myself up why do I hate on myself because I want to watch Netflix and there's a part of me that's like yeah but you have so much to accomplish you got so much like but where did that come from that came from my childhood I'm sure that came from my family dynamic of like it's never good enough you got to keep pushing got to you know always dream bigger, got to look bigger, got to be able to, you know, it's just go, 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 go. And there's a part of me, I'm like, well, you know, like some of it is, there's just so much enjoyment with being willing, being able to kind of escape a little bit, right? And if I am intentional in actually scheduling the time to to check out and, and binge if I want to, then I should be able to do it without beating myself up and, you know, making myself feel ashamed because I'm taking some time to relax as if every waking hour and every waking minute must be filled with productive, you know, activity. Right. But I, but I'd struggle with that. And when I was standing at the window last night and looking, I'm like, man, there's a part of me that wishes that I could come home after work at five thirty, six, six thirty, and literally turn on the TV and not turn it off for four or five hours. Like I would love that. And yet I don't give that, give myself that. Maybe I'll do an hour, an hour to a night, which is still, I, a lot of times I do really feel like I'm beating myself up because I feel like what could I be doing with that extra hour? You multiply that by the week, by the month. That's like several weeks probably that I'm quote unquote wasting. And yet it's something that I really, really enjoy. And so there's this guy uh, called Ramit Sate, or I don't know how you pronounce it exactly, but he's kind of like, he's got a book called I'll Teach You How to Be Rich. And his whole idea is like, oh yeah, all these personal you know, finance people are saying, you know, if you were to just stop drinking your morning coffee and take that five or six dollars and invest it each and every single day in the market, you would have X amount of dollars, you know, within 30 years, compounded annually, blah, 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 you'd, you'd be set. And his point is like, no, that's stupid. Like for most of us, not, not me, I don't drink coffee, but for most people, he's talking about him because he drinks coffee too. Coffee in that morning time is like, it, it sets the tone for the day. It's like, it's so enjoyable. He's like, instead of, instead of really uh, taking away the things that are high on your value list of enjoyment, take away the things that don't matter so much. Let's look at some of the other subscriptions maybe that you don't really utilize, right? That you should be able to to pull back on, stop paying, and, th- and then use that money to invest, right? And I use that as an analogy that like, you know what? I really do enjoy, I really, really love and, ins- and I'm inspired by a lot of these shows and, and stories as long as it doesn't get out of hand, right? And so I've struggled back and forth. A lot of times I think, okay, you know what? I need to delete the apps, (laughs) the Netflix, and only download them, only watch shows during the weekends. Well, then on weekends, though, I've got social activity. I've got date nights. I've got things I'm doing around the house. I I oftentimes feel just as (laughs) exhausted uh, at the end of the day on weekends as I do on weekdays. So I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to find that... And I don't know exactly what the answer is. I'm just trying to find that happy middle ground for me personally, right? And I'm saying this just because I think you need to look at what makes the most sense too. If it is every single night, 
that you're playing video games or watching TV, watching shows, doing things that are like three, four, five hours a night and, and you're not taking time to connect. You know, I'll stop working oftentimes around seven or eight, okay, which is pretty late. But then again, throughout the day, my day isn't normal for most people, right? So I'll go to physical therapy. I'll go get my hair cut. I'll go, well, I don't grocery shop anymore. I'll get that sent to the house. But I'll do things. I'll have coffees with people. I mean, part of my business is the business of relationship building and interacting with people and having meetings and all those sorts of things. I don't have the luxury like I did before where I could shut my work off at 5 p.m., and not necessarily have to really bring it home. I would not have to think about it. And there's a lot of times that is like so attractive. Like, oh man, if I could literally just kind of siphon off or quarantine my mind for work from nine to five, let's say, and then be able to check out, that would be amazing. And yet, that's just not how I choose to live my life. And so for me, the thing that I've found that really does help create greater balance is a giving myself a little bit of grace being like you know what netflix a couple times a night or sorry a couple times a night a couple episodes a day no a couple times a week is more realistic than attempting to completely cut myself off entirely um because i really really enjoy it there's probably a lot of other things that i'm wasting my time on that i shouldn't be doing that don't that i don't need to be doing that could, again, be allotted towards other projects or activities that I want to to partake in. But for me, my vision, this pull within me to show up, play a big game, continually grow, keep battling through the things that I'm scared of or that I'm – my limiting stories. Like that, That's what's encouraging me to continue to show up and do the work. And I know in, in many respects, watching Netflix, <laughs> doing those sort of things, don't necessarily further that progress. But literally from the time I get up and start doing my morning routine to about 8 or 9 when I turn on like a show. A lot of times I'll start watching a show as I'm starting to brush my teeth. And then I'll watch for an hour, <clears throat> which isn't, again, super healthy. But it comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. Sometimes I'm really good about being disciplined with it. Other times I let myself cut a few corners. Um, but I don't know. I, I, you know, again, this is not to make you or myself right or wrong. My thought does go to like, if I did come home and watch three, four, five hours a night of Netflix or something every single night, that to me is where it gets to be a little bit, uh, out of, out of proportion. Like there's too many things still to be done between five and seven or eight. You know, I still get a lot of stuff done around the house and on my business and I have calls and things like that. And, you know, for you, I'm just curious, where could you spend more of that time intentionally, whether it be with your spouse or your kids or going and exercising or organizing the basement, you know, or cleaning up the house in one way or another? Like, what are those things that you could be super intentional about, which should be written down on a list, which is what I do. I always kind of like on on a Sunday afternoon or evening, I'll sit down and I'll just kind of brain vomit everything that I need to do this next week. Both I have a personal list and a professional list. 
And then I really look at the things that, of all of those things, what are the things that must be done between now and this time next Sunday? And then I really think about who do I ultimately desire to be because life is short, man. Life is really short. And again, it's not to say that you can't watch Netflix. I kind of I kind of really do prescribe to the whole, you know, moderation thing. But what is what is moderation for you? And I'm just really working through this because as much as I felt this like deep <laughs> longing in my heart and in my chest to want to just sit down and veg out for hours. What is that really telling me? Maybe I'm actually burning the the wick at both ends a little too much, burning the midnight oil. Maybe I need to stop working at five or six. Because again, ideally, if I were to really, and I've, taught, I've told plenty of people this in the last six to 12 months, like this hasn't changed either. My ideal vision of my perfect day ends work around between three and five and then I have the whole rest of the afternoon or evening to either mountain bike or hike or get outside or spend time with my my future wife and kids and like quality time and yet because I don't necessarily have those things just yet I do work my ass off until about seven or eight sometimes nine because I kind of feel like well I don't have anyone to you know like in terms of an actual wife and kids. I don't have that top, top priority yet in my life, so I might as well just keep hustling until I do. But then my thought goes to what Tony Robbins once said, which is if you're not willing to take a dime out of a dollar and save it, then don't expect to be able to take $100,000 out of a million and save that, right? It's like the principles, it only gets easier to cut corners the longer you've been doing something. So that's what I'm going to challenge myself, which is to to really be, to create greater urgency throughout my day so that I can be done at 3, 4, or 5 p.m., right? What if I was really, really done just like I used to be back in corporate America back in my 20s where once I left the office, I was done and I left my my computer at the office and it's not like I could work on anything there. And I did enjoy that time watching Lost or working out or going for a walk around the around the neighborhood like what if I were to start doing that just right now by myself and finding other things to do like my artwork if I started doing more art on my iPad or reading a book or going for a walk or you know gosh damn it <laughs> watching a, an episode of Netflix or two before I find myself watching it from bed until 11 or 12 at night and then I actually go to bed at a decent hour so Again, I, I say all this because, yes, I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> and, yes, I do get a lot of stuff done throughout the day. But, man, has it been a journey because for those first three or four years of being an entrepreneur, man, I was – well, I I can look back on it and see that I was extremely insecure and hard on myself. And even when I was productive, I wasn't giving myself credit. But I'm a lot more productive now than I was even then, right? So I've gotten more – mentally fit, if you will, in terms of how I manage my time and I have my system set up. But if you're listening to this and you struggle with productivity, if you struggle with just kind of like, if you're constantly, that's another thing, if, if you're constantly beating yourself up, which I've been guilty of in the past, 
than Netflix or gaming or porn or alcohol or women or, or men or whatever the case might be, whatever it is for you, that can become a coping mechanism where you're beating yourself up so much, you're, you're hating on yourself such that those behaviors, those coping mechanisms are just the ways that you use yourself to kind of divert from pain into numbness or into pleasure just for a little while, but then you wake up the next morning feeling ashamed that you you wasted all last night when you were thinking, you know what, I really wanted to start writing my business plan, or I wanted to start learning a new language, or I wanted I really should have spent more time with my spouse. Like, I want you to really sit back and look at those things because if you are beating yourself up, maybe you need to give yourself a little bit more grace, just like I'm kind of... <laughs> asking myself, imploring myself to, to do, which is like, you know what? A little bit of Netflix here and there. It just, it's, it's so much fun. It is. I mean, the shows are so good, but just keep it all within moderation. Like one show, possibly two shows, two episodes a night. Um, if that, or what if you set like, you know what? I'm only going to watch three episodes this week and you just cut yourself off, you know, in the same way that I cut myself off from, <laughs> from overeating desserts, which I'm not always the best at doing, let's be honest. But I do do a good job because I keep it out of the house. But if it's if it's in the house, like peanut butter cookies, <laughs> anything homemade, I just mow on them. That's a whole another topic for a different episode. So, all this is to say, it's it's very important for you to have a clear vision of what you want to create in life, like. Just what do you, not what you think it should look like according to other people, but like what do you really want? What really makes makes the idea of of getting up every single day exciting? And then get clear about what are those things that you need to get done in order to align yourself with not only that creating that vision that you want in the future, but also the man or woman, the person that you want to to continue evolving into. As long as you're seeing progress, you should be able to see progress in that like in three to six months, meaning like three or six months ago, you should be able to like, oh yeah, I really have grown. If you feel like you're the same person three, six months ago, one year ago, three years ago, five years ago, then something's got to fucking change like right now. Otherwise, it's not going to change and you're going to keep being the same person. You're not evolving you're going to have a lot of regrets at the end of your life. So then give yourself some grace to, to enjoy whatever those things that you really enjoy. And if you love gaming, awesome. But just put put some healthy boundaries around it, right? And, you know, again, maybe make it more of a, a social thing or it's like I only do this on Tuesday nights and Saturday nights, whatever the case might be. So I guess the whole... <laughs> To, to wrap this up with a nice little pretty bow on it is that don't, uh, I, you know, again, moderation I think is, is key because if we are all so focused on stuff, if we're always go, 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 and there's so much pressure on us as, as human beings to perform and to produce, man, there's going to be burnout. And I think I've been feeling a little bit of that. I'm like, that's why I've been kind of leaning and hedging towards wanting to to escape a little bit with Netflix is because I feel like I I do work a lot and I need to give myself a little bit more space a little bit more adventure a little bit more excitement a little bit more variety in the form of 
activity or getting outside, like I said, hiking, conversations, doing stuff socially with friends, whatever the case might be. Those things are super important. And it's got to be, like I said, in balance with the vision and the person that you ultimately want to become and, and the vision that you want to create. Otherwise, man, you're just you're just kind of spinning your tires and probably not going about life in an intentional way. And, and that, that can, again, lead to even more self-deprecating you know, conversation and beliefs about yourself. So take it from me. I'm no, I'm no uh, perfect expert at it, but I, I consistently chip away at it. And I can, again, see in the last three, six months, one year, three years, five years, ten years, I've made crazy progress from where I used to be. And when I've told other people, I've, I've you know, I've dated a fair amount over the last 10 years and I've, I've talked to past girlfriends. I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to do this or this is how I used to show up in other relationships or this is how I showed up in my life or my business. They're like, what? Really? Like, I cannot even envision that for you. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get. I mean, that's just because you're taking me for who I am now. But yes, I really struggled in this area. Like, I can't even envision that. That's the cool thing. With this progress as you're making listening to this podcast, other podcasts, reading books, going to seminars, you know, working with coaches and therapists and psychiatrists, whatever you do, like that is huge for your growth. But, and once you kind of evolve, it's extremely hard to fall back into your old self in the same way that I'm looking out that window. And I'm like, as much as I'd love to just come home and watch four hours straight of Netflix, it doesn't, can't remember the last time that happened and so as much as I'd like to and that sounds appealing I'm more pulled by what I'm passionate about rather than being pushed by you know my pain if that makes sense I'm not pained by well I'm, I'm pained some sense by by feeling like I'm burning out so I have to be, take very uh, a lot of notice of that and look for that variety and that sense of balance Otherwise, it might uh, might become more of an issue. But I really am being compelled by my vision and my purpose. And it's taken me freaking like nearly a decade to really figure that out. Okay. So if you're still struggling, you know, a lot of people can make it look really easy. Oh, I just found my purpose. I just found my passion. Like, oh, my God. Uh, I've been working on this. It'll be a lifetime's journey for sure. But from the time of me really kind of like having my awakening in, gosh, 2009, when I was 29, to today, <laughs> maybe two years ago, I guess, about two years ago is when I really started kind of awakening. Um, yeah, that's like nine years of like constant struggle and wanting to throw in the towel and wanting to give up. And I still struggle with that, but I think that's that's the whole idea is that why I, I hope you get some <laughs> some nuggets out of this is that I'm not sitting here saying like, oh, just do this. It's super easy and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's a constant battle. And, and a lot of times there's not a straight point A to point B linear path to get you there. It's all over the freaking place. And it's messy and it's challenging and scary and heart-wrenching, but it's worth it. You know, as if what? You're going to really settle for... Uh, a life of constant Netflix and gaming, you know, only to look back on your life at the, and you know on your deathbed and be like, oh man, I'm really glad I, you know, beat those levels <laughs> or watched all those hours of Netflix. 
find a little bit of balance. That's all I'm suggesting. Balance, which is, you know, I don't know if that's always hugely attainable, but in, at least in pursuit of like, okay, got to make sure that you're keeping multiple balls juggling in the air is the important thing in life. Otherwise, you, you will probably get lopsided and uh, other things will massively suffer. So for what it's worth, <laughs> there's my daily my daily rant uh, and um, thought uh, craziness. I don't see. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But until next time, again, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you listening, and we'll catch up with you soon. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at Johnny King, Facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.